Hello, and this is Richard from A-Plus News. Welcome, and it's a Monday, so I hope you're all having a good Monday. It's uh, about 1.30 here in Utah, which is in the Midwest of the United States. Welcome uh, those listeners from Switzerland, which we had over the weekend, and uh, so hope to... Uh, give you some good thoughts and what we uh, were talking about yesterday and let me take off my mask here I have my um, there let me maybe you can hear me a little better I just got back from a good bicycle ride outside which I do every day get out for a couple hours and eat my lunch and it uh, super seemed to be pretty hot today. I don't know why it's um, well. It dry, Utah's dry, and it, and it's one reason why it's a good place that for people to come skiing along with Colorado um, because we get the powdered snow. But uh, so I can't complain too much if it's ninety degrees here and it's dry. Um, some place like Houston or St. Louis, where it's humid, it'll feel like 110. So, anyway, got something cold to drink, so we'll go on. Yeah, yesterday we were talking about loss, and um, just wanted to wrote a note to make sure that uh, you know how to uh, call someone at night, like a medical center or um, during the day, your doctors or somebody, if you are feeling kind of down, kind of, you know, you don't have to be feeling suicidal. Let me, let me define those definitions because uh, number one, mental health is very I should say, has a bad stigma in the United States. So when I, and stigma just means, you know, you, you don't want to talk about it. It's kind of a private thing with your friends, and that's, that's fine. What you need to do is to take care of yourself, and that's number one. And um, so uh, a visit with your regular doctor, you don't have to see a psychiatrist if you're feeling down or been depressed for a while. Uh, it's normal. And I, I really do mean that because uh, it's this COVID-19 has everybody kind of stressed out a little bit. So the more you stress out something like a muscle, you know, you work out a muscle, whatever, however you, most of you might go to a gym, whatever. Uh, it gets really sore, but sometimes you can overstretch it so it won't uh, heal up as fast. So, you know, like sore muscles are okay for a couple of three days, but um, if you're depressed for more than that, uh, call your doctor. Why so early? Because it's takes sometimes to get in um, to your doctor's office. I don't know. To me, I, I can, I'm very, very fortunate. I live across from the hospital, my hospital. I can get in 
same day, but um, they have a group of doctors. So anyway, if you're if it's during the middle of the night and you're kind of feeling depressed, uh, then there's always let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, so I want to talk about that for a minute because you hear suicidal lines and, you know, well, what does it mean to be suicidal? Uh, suicidal has a lot of, means everything different to everybody. So don't, uh, you know, get excited about the word suicidal. But basically it's, it's when you can't retrain your, your thoughts so say you sit up in the morning and or you have a hard time going to sleep. That's normal. You say, gosh, man, I don't really feel like I'm worth it. Okay, stop right there. Because that's that's a thought. There doesn't need to be three thoughts, just one thought. And if it keeps ruminating or coming back to you, so you try to get up and you walk around, you read or something, keeps coming back, keeps you awake. Then, then you want to do what? You want to help yourself. So you go call, you know, 911 is a good number. Um, believe me, I've had, I've called 911 a few times, but uh, <laughs> it's going to be a funny experience the first time. Uh, I, I was, uh, this was actually just about a year ago, and um, I was having these stomach pains. Well, actually, it started there, and then it kind of moved up, and they would kind of go away after a half hour. I thought, no, it's okay, I'll drink a bunch of water, because I thought it was a stomach problem, and then... One night, and this was a week after, it just it started up again. I drank some water, didn't go away, and it started moving move up toward my heart. So, people, as old as I am, say, "Uh oh, you know, my dad had a history of heart attacks. Other call, but you, the worst thing that." The hardest thing was to pick up my cell phone and dial 911. That was the hardest part. It wasn't, I mean, after that, I was relieved. But I, all these thoughts went through my mind, like, oh, my goodness, what are they going to, all, all these flashing red lights, I don't want that, I'm running in, and I don't want that. And they, it wasn't like you thought, like I thought. So um, they, they were really nice, and they came in and they checked. They, they check a lot of things at once, um, including your um, heart. And they have uh, a lot of instruments right there. But the thing that when you're suicidal, you, you, you simply kind of, there can be medical and physical reasons for someone feeling tired and suicidal. Okay, I'm sorry about that. That was kind of an abrupt break there.
So um, you can feel tired. There can be medical reasons why you're feeling suicidal or you have these thoughts of, geez, just giving up. One of those medical issues may be, I hate to say this, may be the coronavirus because it uh, has symptoms which can mimic depression. This hasn't, they don't talk about this, but one of the, well, they do and they don't. So when they, when they say one of the uh, symptoms of the coronavirus is it can, you know, it kind of creates, it creates blood clots. Okay. And so one can flip off and go into the brain and one to the heart, one to the, uh, usually to the lungs eventually. I mean, you're, you're pretty lucky. <clears throat> Let's put it this way. You're pretty, you're, you're going to make it. Uh, you're going to survive the coronavirus. If it, if it doesn't hit your lungs, like, uh, like pneumonia, no, pneumonia, that's just really hard to breathe. And, and then eventually they put you on a breathing machine. Now you can, you know, there's still people surviving from the coronavirus. So from that, get pneumonia and be put on a breathing machine. So don't get scared there. But all I'm saying is if you have thoughts of, you know, it's not life not being worth it, and that, that call 911, please, if it's after your doctor's left the office. If you don't have anybody, well, if you don't have a car and you can't drive or you don't want to drive, um, they can send someone and they'll, they'll ask, ask you that, you know, can, you just, can, we, can we send somebody to help? And um, um, so what they'll do is if you have 911 and you went into the emergency, let's say 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. In the at night or 3 a.m. in the morning, they'll, they'll, you'd go in there and they would, I would uh, make sure you got seen right away. And uh, they would check heart rate. They give you, they give everybody a, a, a coronavirus or COVID-19 test that goes into the hospital. So they need to, the, 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 my point is, is that even if you feel depressed, if you feel suicidal, there are physical diseases and reasons for that. It, it's not just your mind, okay? And I wish that we could go back uh, 75 years and, and uh, turn Freud around and say, look, Freud, you got to look. You're looking in the wrong place. You got to start. You got to take a trip over to Japan or China and, and do what they're doing because they're looking at the, at the thought processes and the, they're studying the brain. And now Freud, he just, uh, he didn't do experiments back then. They, they didn't do experiments. They did what this called causality uh, experiments. So, and they did them on rats mice so 
that's what I say to groups and people when I go talk about mental health. I say, look, even if you somebody told you that you have um, bipolar disorder or what's another good one? Well, schizophrenia is different. I'm, I'm going to say schizophrenia is, is a, a, I had a roommate that was schizophrenic and he was, he could, he could do okay if you took his medicine, but um, he had some physical problems. One of those physical problems was drug addiction and drug addiction uh, is a physical problem. If you happen to, if I'm talking to someone that's, it's addicted to alcohol or drinks a lot. Um, perhaps he smokes pot. I mean, let's be real here, guys. There's a lot of that going on. They're, they're called, they're things that you think and others, your friends, think that it, you've been told that it helps you to cope. So there's these street drugs, but the big problem about street drugs and why you shouldn't take them in the first place is because they're laced and i live in an area where um just up north like if i travel 25 miles up north uh it's a big drug capital of the world and i would run into uh um there's some serious gangs up north and uh, they make money any way they can with uh, what I, a lace drug is something like they'll mix in Clorox, uh, they'll mix in uh, whatever they can that looks similar to cocaine or or whatever. Now, at, at one point, way back in my life, you know, let's see, 10, 15, about 15 years ago, um, this was a uh, when I was in Utah, actually, no, I was in St. Louis. Um, that's about the time um, ADHD was being talked about a lot. And if you happen to look away from your book, you had ADHD. So, I mean, I mean, that was pretty, anybody could be ADHD. So, um, in fact, I was uh, in my uh, doing doing my um, first year of uh, well, so-called social work residency, and uh, I had a, a we were having some family problems. We went to a family therapist, and that professor had the the professor, the family therapist professor, just happened to be one of my old professors that, from the year before, and he concluded that uh, myself, my kids, and my wife all had ADHD. And you know what? How he found that out was a written test. So never, never, ever. Um, trust anybody right now that, I mean, I mean, let me, let me put it this way. There is such a thing as ADHD, but 
there's advantages of ADHD and disadvantages. There's the disadvantages is that it takes parents a lot of work, a little more studying to, and teachers have to learn other techniques of learning. All it is is um, your brain actually can, you know, gets rewired, is rewired from ADHD. And uh, you're actually more creative. You're actually have a lot more benefits. You have things that other people don't if you have ADHD. So where we get, how did we get here? Mental health, depression, mental health, and and how it can be, how it can turn out. actual physical disorder now you take any mental disorder and now that we have mri machines we can take a look at the uh, mri of a normal so-called there's no such thing as normal by the way i'm not going to use that word you can say um okay here's a here's a brain that doesn't have any complaints of a teenager let's uh Compare it to uh, the uh, MRI of a brain who uh, complains about depression. And uh, you'll see that there are actual physical entities. And we'd have to get into another, maybe we'll talk about tomorrow a little bit, of the brain chemistry and how that is a little different in the brain when you have depression versus when you're a person who doesn't. Now, even though it's, uh, you go to a doctor and they said you've got depression or because you're, you know, suicidal, there are medicines or prescription medicines that, um, uh, that are very helpful. And what these do, these are like, these are, you know, same thing as if you're an athlete and you get a strained muscle ligament, you go in to the doctor, doctor gives you a muscle relaxant, okay, so you get depression, you go to the doctor, he'll give you something to, um, how should I say this, uh, to, to uh, help you with the depression, I'm just Put it like that. It's 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 a it has to do with neurotransmitters, but it's nothing bad, and it's nothing that's going to be that's possibly going to be forever. But it just kind of balances out a few of those neurotransmitters. Now, neurotransmitter, neurochemical. See, that's physical. That's, it's easy to dream it up, was what I'm trying to emphasize. No one dreams up being suicidal. Nobody wants to be suicidal. If you're an athlete and you're running 220s, um, or say you're a neighborhood, what I call neighborhood athlete, where you're running uh, half miles and mile and then you get into 
I even consider the uh, marathon to be ultra. Um, there's these guys that will go beyond ultra marathon and that's, and they'll be, okay, not all of them, but they, they've done some research, blood samples and take blood samples of ultra uh, elite athletes. And all I mean by that is these are guys that are training themselves to run for 10 miles. I mean, t sorry, 10 hours at a time. And you know the ones I'm talking about. And sometimes they have these groups at the gyms that are ridiculous too. But they actually tear down cells, distinct cells in your body, and, and they get caught up in the liver. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the kidney. And so you may be facing, if you continue to be an ultra marathon or whatever, you may be facing some kidney problems, maybe, in your older life, in your older adult life. Now, I'm 62. I'm fine. I, I just run my bike. Oh, I ride it out everywhere. Um, but my biggest thing now is the objective is to run, to see it, is to, is to ride it up this hill, which is about a 40 degree, 40 degrees, I would say. I'm going to estimate 435, maybe. Um, I think it's, uh, would have to say it's no longer than three miles at a 30 degree angle or they call it a 30 degree, you know, depending on where you live. And then that's, so I try to do within a certain amount of time and keep breaking my time down. So they found that short, you know, uh, pulses or short, short episodes of, of uh, workout tend to be healthier than these long, prolonged workouts. Now, if you're a um, triathlete, uh, triathletes, I would not. I've done. I, I did a few triathlons, and that you could probably still do. Be an Ironman. Um, I don't call Ironmans, but particularly uh, ultras, because they switch it up. But if you were to do what I did for a couple of years, which was a two hundred mile all once, all on one day bike ride. If I did that three times of the year, that would be, or four times, that'd be ultra, but if, but it was only one time a year. <clears throat> so anyway, back to, back to the basics. So, so, so if you feel like bad, depressed, some anxiety, you don't know what to do, you feel lost, you go, go, go to the doctor and have a, and it just, you just simply explain what's going on. He'll, you know, doctors are trained to ask questions. And if you don't have a doctor who's trained to, trained to ask questions, then, um, well, I, all the doctors have their own style. Sometimes it's best if you, if, if a doctor is a good listener. Okay. Um, so I have an older brother who, who's uh, 
about 65 now. But his, he met, went to medical school, and his medical career consisted of uh, not doing anything except seeing patients because he didn't have the, he, he just couldn't cope with the uh, hospital management saying, okay, you've got 10, 15 minutes per patient, and that's it. My brother likes, he's got a mind that, that, that loves to find out reasons why. So he went into research for many, many years. And he became an excellent uh, researcher of the breast cancer and bone mass in women. So anyway. If you're feeling bad, uh, don't feel bad. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Okay, if you're feeling bad, don't feel bad. Okay, so, well, actually, you'll have people that will tell you that, you know. Oh, I'm not happy. Well, don't, don't be happy. Don't feel bad. This is, you know, if, I, I don't like people like that. <laughs> they just don't take time to understand. Um, but... So you need to have a friend or two that will sit and listen to you and, and tell you the right things. So anyway, uh, that's uh, probably all I want to talk to time I'm going to spend talking about this. And then uh, afterwards, you guys can go do something fun after talking about a hard subject like this. So... Um, Anyway, thank you for listening. Remember to download Anchor Radio podcast on your phone. Most most of you are listening on your cell phones. You'll it's easy. It's easy to set up a podcast. You can have your own podcast. Podcast with someone else, um, and then uh, all your friends can have podcasts if they wanted to. Really. Uh, so let's, okay, so Tuesday, tomorrow, no, wait, Monday, I'm ahead of my day, ahead of myself, so, so we'll see you tomorrow, same, about the same time, same place. All right, thank you for listening to A Plus News. <laughs>